Good news. My new book is almost here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth. And while it doesn't officially come out with Sounds True until May 7th, you can pre-order it now. And when you do, you'll receive up to $500 in additional gifts and resources to support you on your healing journey. I wrote this book because in the four-year span between 2016 and 2020, I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked every area of my life, health, relationships, finances, career, social status, and even my very identity. Along the way, I experienced firsthand just how dysfunctional our culture's relationship to loss really is. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success, shackled with isolation, and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and evolution, not only as individuals, but as a species. So this book expands the conversation around grief and loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we cover those too, to include falls from grace of all kinds, personal, professional, and collective. This includes the end of a relationship or job, death of a loved one, a natural disaster or a war, infertility, abortion, or a financial crisis. Also, when we're going through hard times, we're encouraged at every turn to hurry up and get on with it. But by trying to power through these messier seasons of life, we're denying ourselves the very answers to our healing and growth. Whether you're experiencing hardship right now, or you know that you have past hurts that are holding you back and still need healing, this book will support you. Handbook for the Heartbroken will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. Within the loving pages of this book, you'll have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically, find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. You can download your free chapter now and pre-order the book to receive all those bonuses at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. I also want to add that pre-ordering the book now is the very best way that you can support me as an author and the health of this book when it enters the world in May. It signals to booksellers to stock the book at that time and in turn, make it available to more people who need it. So thank you for your pre-orders. Thank you for your support. And I look forward to continuing to deepen together in this important conversation over the coming months. Hi, I'm Sarah Avon Stover, host of Truth, Love, and Beauty. I'm an author, internal family systems practitioner, and teacher of women's yoga, meditation, and spirituality, who's built a long career since the early 2000s to be exact in supporting women to cultivate greater psycho-spiritual wholeness and, in turn, to come home to themselves. My dedication to women and to the upliftment of the feminine at large has been a lifelong one. From growing up as the second oldest of four sisters in a Connecticut suburb of New York City, to studying at an Ivy League all-women's college, all the way up to today, And the very things I support women with mirror the struggles that I've had. Things like doubting, pushing, perfecting, hating, and yes, at times, even hurting myself. Yet I've found 
And I have a sense that because you're here, you have too, that these very wounds and pain points can become openings for profound healing, growth, and spiritual insight. I created this podcast in service of honoring just this, this sacred healing journey that we women are on. It was born out of my own desire to hear Dharma talks, which are what the Buddhist tradition calls wisdom teachings, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Here, I'll share these very talks, along with rich conversations with leading thinkers and luminaries about all facets of the feminine spiritual journey. Plus, this podcast highlights three of the core values we must embrace on the feminine path, truth, love, and beauty, values which we all need more of during this tumultuous time in history. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. I am recording from my office here in Boulder where the AC is cranking and it is very hot outside. Summer is definitely here. Today I'm doing something that I haven't done before here on the podcast, and that is that I am inviting a couple of women from our community in for a conversation. I know that you hear my voice a lot, and I'd love for you to also hear the voices of some of the women who are deeply engaged in these practices and applying them to their own lives and work, just really putting the rubber to the road, so to speak. So today you'll hear from Kathleen Browning and Riza Iceman Sanchez Tanner. And both of these women are alumna from last year's 200-hour women's yoga and meditation teacher training. And last year was the first time that I offered this program, both online and in the 200-hour format. So in our conversation, you'll get to know both Kathleen and Riza. You'll learn about their varying degrees of yoga, meditation, and teaching experience. You'll get to know what led them to say yes to take the training last year including how that taught Kathleen to trust what her own full body yes feels like in other areas of her life. You'll learn how the format of the training helped them to integrate these teachings into their daily lives amidst busy schedules, as well as how it supported Riza during a very challenging life event, which she'll share more about in our conversation. So if you too are interested in joining this year's training, early registration is now open, but only for another handful of days until Thursday, July 21st. This early registration period is the best time to join as there's a $200 discount on tuition, as well as the option to pay with a six-part payment plan as well as the gift of an online retreat that I led in August 2020 that blends women's yoga, meditation, and internal family systems, much like women learn to do in this training. And that retreat is called Befriending Your Inner Critic, and it guides you to transform the most challenging aspects of your inner world into supportive allies. 
And that retreat can just be done on your own to enhance your practice and can also give you a taste of what's to come in the training starting in the fall. So this training takes place over four three-day weekends that feel more like retreats. And as you'll hear in this conversation, women don't leave with Zoom fatigue. They actually leave feeling invigorated, just the way that the training is structured. And this is for all body shapes, sizes, ages. It's for those who have taken my trainings, taken other trainings, and those who have never taken a training. It's for those who want to teach women's workshops, women's classes and retreats, and also for those who want to integrate this into their existing careers to further support women. And it's also for you if you simply want to go deeper in your own practice and receive deeper nourishment for yourself during this season of life and during this time on the planet. You can learn more and join us at womensyogateachertraining.com. That's womensyogateachertraining.com. And now for my conversation with Kathleen and Riza. Enjoy. All right. Hello, women. Welcome to the podcast. And we're doing something a little little differently here today. But to start us out, we'll do something that we always do, which is we begin our conversations with a brief personal check-in. So I'd love for you each to share where you are in the world. And of course, let us know your name. And Anything you want us to know about you, like your passions, what you do for work in the world, uh, things that you enjoy, and above all, how you're doing at the levels of body, heart, and mind. So how about we start with with you, Riza? Okay, so I am Riza Tanner um, in the Bay Area in California, and I just landed from Seattle, um, so I'm rooting down right now. And what should, what do you want to know about me? Um, I am a birth worker, a healing practitioner, coach, and educator, as well as a mother and PhD student. And right now I'm studying and very passionate about depth psychology, um, particularly decolonial depth psychology. So my focus is on, um, centering like what's been marginalized both like inside but also in the culture as well as listening to the voice of the suppressed feminine um and i think one path to that is through embodiment and yoga is one of those paths so that connects us with what we're doing here and i'm feeling very full um in us i think in a time of integration um as many of us are with all that's happening in the world. Great. Thank you, Riza. And how about you, Kathleen? Hi there. I'm Kathleen Browning, and I'm located in Denver, Colorado. And I would love your listeners to know that I am passionate about using yoga, especially yin yoga, as a modality as an entry point to the body for modality, for healing. It's been crucial in my healing path. And I'm also passionate about spending time outside with my family, my two young kids, with um, 
by my girlfriends whenever possible, especially if there's hot springs or a beach involved or mountains. <laughs> and as for work I do, that I do in the world, I am working on providing high quality, affordable healthcare through a nonprofit organization. Healthcare that not only includes some of the you know, important life-saving care that we all sometimes need, hopefully not too often, but sometimes need, but also things like health coaching, acupuncture, access to resources that include things for meditation and, um, and of course, mental health resources. So all of the different types of encompassing your health. And I work in the tech space in the healthcare, in that healthcare industry. And checking in with myself today, my body is feeling really thankful for all the movement and fun it had over this past weekend in nature. My heart is feeling of love today. I'm celebrating my 13th wedding anniversary today. <laughs> and my mind is feeling right now very lucky just to be here talking with you both about this experience. Thank you, Kathleen, and happy anniversary to you and your husband. And it's nice to, to learn some new things about both of you just in those interests, those things that didn't come out in our training. So speaking of our training, you know, you're both alumni from my first online 200-hour women's yoga and meditation teacher training that ended this past January. And now that we're enrolling for this year's training, I'd love for you to give voice to what this experience was like for you. So first, just what inspired you to just take, want to take the training in the first place? Like what, what was it that led you to finally hit that register button and just say, I'm doing this. So why don't we start with you, Riza? Okay. I think it might be similar to Kathleen, if I remember, I'm not sure of being someone who signed up late. And I think a lot of people wait till the last minute. So there were a few messages that you had sent out and it didn't quite hit me because I was so busy and that's why I wasn't paying attention. But in one of those last couple of emails, you're like, you know, you can do this, like, and this is how it can fit into your life. Um, I realized that there was a voice in me that really wanted to do it. Um, and so I just paused to look at it and it became apparent that this could be something that fits into my busy life and would enrich it. Like the same way that they say, like when you're too busy to meditate for 15 minutes, you need to meditate for an hour. Um, and actually um, it ended up sustaining me um, in the way that it was set up to fit into my life. So I think it, I think it was something that I was called to. Um, I had taken the she school year with you, Sarah, and was always very inspired by your teachings and your emails. Um, and so I think I wanted more. And I was also really drawn to the way that you, everything that you spoke in the emails um, were things that I was already interested in, but you were bringing them all together. Um, so it was multi multifaceted with the um, internal family systems, the yin yoga in particular, um, 
And I think it also was answering a call about like, well, what is women's yoga as we are re-examining um, the binaries and what, what does it mean to be a woman, but what does it mean to be very inclusive about it and trying to figure that out? There's all the different elements together spoke to me um, and then matched with the practicality of being able to do it. Um, it worked out really nicely. I was really glad that I hit yes. And Reza, what was it about, you say, like the practicality and how just full your plate was and is, like what was it about how it fit into your schedule that really worked for you? Um, well, I, as I mentioned, I've been in graduate school and it's the pandemic and I have a child. Um, and while a lot of my work was put on hold due to the pandemic and also because I was in graduate school, um, it just felt like my plate was very full. And so doing it um, on these, you know, monthly long weekends um, throughout, it gave me a season. So I had time. To, I, I use the word integrate a lot because I think that's my word of the moment. But I had time to bring it into my life without adding a lot of pressure, I think, um, and fit in where I was. But I also think the nature of the teachings of what you're calling women's yoga is about having it work with the seasons of someone's life. Um, my mom was also very sick during this time. And um passed away while I was in the program. And so I think that I was able to have a container um, where I didn't have to work on it directly, but indirectly I was working with feelings and being with myself. So just the very, I think that there's a practicality of it, but even the nature of the teachings, um, it's not my first 200 hour yoga training. Um, and I've done a lot of yoga over the years, um, but I've never done it in a way um, that was so gentle and nurturing, which doesn't mean easy. Um, it's not like, oh, this doesn't matter. It, it was just as full and fulfilling. Um, but this, like, I guess what we're talking about is like the yin aspect of it. It becomes a container for wherever you are in your, whether you're someone who bleeds and it's your moon cycle, um, whether it's going to a new cycle of life, like to becoming a mother or kind of having grown kids or not having children, but moving into like the second half of life. I, th I think it um, merged well. Um, and the container of community also that you built in ways for the community to support each other through this. Yeah, thank, thank you, Riza. And how about you, Kathleen? What, what made you uh, finally just say, yes, I want to do this? Yeah, well, Riza, you do have a good memory. I was, I think I registered the night that the registration closed, actually. Oh, I can feel myself, a part of myself getting so excited just thinking back about when I did hit that register button. And I'm so grateful for that part of me that did hit it. Um, so I think I was actually um, only introduced to you, Sarah, about a month before that um, deadline for the yoga teacher training last year. And I, I, from what I remember, I found you through a podcast interview and started to, um, you know, follow your Instagram and look at some of your, your website and things like that and learn more about the training. And as soon as I just started to learn about um um, your teachings and you, I felt just a full body yes of like, this is the training that I have been looking for for years. 
I've always wanted to do a teacher training. I had, I had never done a, a 200 hour um, teacher training before. Um, again, just some things of like the traveling or um, the longer weeks sessions, if, if it's one or two or three weeks at a time, I, you know, that wasn't really going to work for my schedule, but the way this was scheduled um, on the long weekends, I could, I could fold it. I could find a way to easily make it work um, with my schedule. And so I knew, I knew that it was the training for me, even though I didn't register right away. I talked to my husband and got his support immediately. He wanted me to sign up immediately, but I, I still felt for some reason, I don't know what it was. I just, had never answered that call before (laughs) like it was that full body yes call and so I still was sitting on it and we had email yeah like Riza said emailed once or twice about um asking me about my some questions I had I think one of my hesitations too was that I'm in a plus size body so I was a little worried about how if I could be a yoga teacher just because of that fact, felt a little hesitant or like I could be not able to do it or judge. But, um, you know, that, that wasn't even a concern when I mentioned that <laughs> in one of the emails. And also one of the things was I knew I had some travel planned for one of the weekends that the training occurred and so I wanted to check and make sure it was okay that I um, could make up that work um, because I couldn't reschedule that that travel I had already planned before I found out about the training and that worked out well for me so with all of that lining up perfectly and feeling just that I really wanted to do it and with a little bit of encouragement from a few people, I did hit that register button. And I'm so thankful that I did that. And now it's so funny because I learned that, you know, what a full body yes feels like and have learned that I how to um, answer that call when something feels so right. Yeah, I'm glad that you had that experience just in general for yourself. It's an important, it's an important thing to just to know and to trust and to follow mm-hmm. through on. Yeah. And Riza, now that we're, you know, some months out of the training, you know, uh, kind of like a two-part question, like what were you, and you already named some in your check-in, but like, what are, what are some aspects of the training that you found to be most beneficial? And what do you find is like sustaining you now, even that we're several months out? Mm. That's a great question. Um, I think so much of it, I think that sense of nurturing and having been trained in yoga and and had a long love of yoga, but in a much more young or kind of aggressive style of pushing myself and seeing over this time, I'm changing, my body's changing, um, what I need changes. And the world is also changing, right? Like how we need to become a lot more adaptable and resourceful and resilient. And so the practices that you offered, and I think even one part was 
giving permission. Like I didn't, you know, you don't really need permission, but sometimes we, that we need that permission and having an example for it, um, for me was really critical. Um, so it's, there's like a softening that, um, allows me to go deeper into the practice. And that might mean that I don't have an hour and a half for a practice. Um, but I'm not going to give up if I only have 20 minutes or depending on how I'm feeling and what's going on in my life that I can use it to counterbalance that as well as the season, like just the seasons of um, life outside um, in the natural world. Um, I think the parts um, and learning more about internal family systems and being able to plug that into the psychology that I'm studying has come up a lot. It's been really helpful and it goes well with depth psychology. Um, and so a lot of what's manifesting has been more on the personal level. Um, and I do see it coming out into like what I do in the world and offer other people, but that inner alchemy is still happening. I think there's also a sense of, um, completion that I have, um, from the training, which balances what I was doing before. And, and I guess the last part that was really helpful was integrating my meditation mindfulness practice. That's more based on Vipassana, um, with the yoga practice. Cause it felt like they were two separate things before. Um, and now I'm able to practice them together and that feels more in alignment. And as a busy person and a parent, um, it's also more time effective. Totally hear that. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Riza. And how about you, Kathleen? Like what, what were some key elements from the training that, that you really benefited from and what do you feel is, is staying with you now? Oh, wow. Yeah. So <laughs> like Riza, I like the, how you use, how you called it time effective, <laughs> even for the, um, the, uh, for yoga meditation that usually doesn't go something that I usually don't think about, but as a good way to put it, because for me, it was um, a little bit similar where one of the most helpful and beneficial aspects was learning about the different types of pranayama and learning how to meditate. I had never spent time learning how to meditate before. I just thought it was something that I couldn't really do. And it was more of a, also more of an afterthought to me rather than um, a core element of a yoga practice. And now with the training though, that, that very much changed for me. I knew I really needed the meditation and as part of my practice before before the training, I knew how to warm up my body for an asana practice, but I didn't know how to really warm up my heart and warm up my mind or ground my mind. Um, and so that was something I just had never experienced before. I was always rushing either to get to a yoga studio for um, practice and throwing my mat down and okay I'm ready to go start asana and but even though that there was the I'm um, usually a, a time to do some intention setting I just had never just incorporated that to truly as um, part of an essential part of my practice and so you do spend a lot of time during the training giving us so many different resources and ways um, 
to to do this. And so it was, it was really transformational for me to learn how to slow down my nervous system and and just cool down and relax. And also like also learning in some aspects of like how to use pranayama to help stimulate ourselves. And, um, you know, I, it helps me get through the afternoon slump sometimes. So it's just a lot of new resources for me, including um, also mantras and chants. Chanting were not completely foreign to me, but they were concepts that I um, used and resources that I used. And now I just feel very connected to those tools and um, just a lot of nurturing of the inner world through those things, but also through IFS. I really learned how to um, nurture and take care of myself on a new level. And I have a better understanding of my body and the poses that it does need to feel good. But I would, I would say the, that was the most beneficial part was, um, um, yeah, learning how to take care of the inner world through all those resources I mentioned. Thank you. And just to close, like if, if you could just say like one or two things to the woman out there who's listening, who are in, who are in the same place that you were last year when you were just wondering, is this right for me? What would you tell that woman, Riza? Hmm. Honestly, um, I would say if you feel called not to hesitate to listen to that, like to that voice of knowing and listening to that voice of knowing is part of this training and listening to those inner parts. Um, they want, they want to be heard. Um, and I think that every, anything you do is what you make of it, but all of the resources to do that are part of this training. Um, and, I think that another hesitation that I have had other than being really busy and yet it could, there were ways that it could fit in um, is like zoom being less personal and more intimidating and a lot of people being zoomed out and somehow you manage to make it feel really personal. It's end intimate and um, safe and dynamic with the different parts where I thought at the end of a day and especially three days in a row on zoom that I would be completely wiped out. Um, and I wasn't, and I, I was able to go back into my life, um, re-energized. Thank you. And how, and how about you, Kathleen? Yeah, I completely agree with what Riza said. And I would absolutely tell any woman that's considering it to, to rush and sign up, <laughs> but no, if they're called to sh- that they are feeling that call to sign up, that they should definitely listen to that call. And I'd encourage you to tell those people close to you that you're considering it or reach out um, to Sarah's email to um, ask any questions and just not brush it off as something that isn't for you or yeah, you're too busy or um, maybe you're, you don't look like what you think is the traditional yoga teacher. Um, it really was a diverse group of, of people, of, of ages, of experience, of stages in their life. And so that was, it was incredible um, to, to be part of um, 
such a, a great group of, of women. And I really felt like you did cultivate that container over Zoom, like Rosa said, uh, like Rosa said that it, what, it didn't experience any of that fatigue. And I did feel energized um, and I felt very connected to the other women. So don't, um, I think that's something we're all worried about is uh, Zoom fatigue. So I just want to mention that again. And I would tell them too, it was transformational. It's the greatest gift I've ever given myself. And I'm so glad I did it. Thank you both so much for your time. And it was just it was a pleasure being with you today and a pleasure being with you both in the training. And I just hope that all that you're bringing to your families or communities in the world just continue to blossom. Thank you, Sarah. It's oh, great you. to see you, Kathleen. Yeah, it's great to see you too. Take care, everyone. Take care, all of you. Bye. Thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be very grateful if you could take a moment to please and also to support other women in finding this, other women who may find this beneficial for their own lives. Also, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you're not already signed up for my newsletter, Monthly Insights, which I've been sending out now for almost 20 years, I welcome you to join me and a community of like-hearted women from around the world there. You can subscribe at my website, sarahavonstover.com. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.